What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today I am reviewing Deadpool as part of my X-Men in-review series that has been going on for, it feels like, forever now. I've reviewed the original trilogy, the first two Wolverine movies, and then the first two movies out of the new quadrilogy, uh, the prequel quadrilogy, whatever you want to call that. Uh, so we're kind of just marching our way through this series. Up next is Apocalypse. Uh, but right now we are doing Deadpool. And I got to say, before we jump into this review, my history with Deadpool is I've never read any of the comics. So I'm coming at this like super fresh. I've seen the movie before. I do know that traditionally I have not been as high on this movie as uh, a lot of people. And then I was kind of like nervous about even doing this review. I almost canceled this review, period, and just said, I'm not going to do the Deadpool movies. And it's mainly because Deadpool is, it's basically a comedy inside of a superhero movie. And up to this point, I don't know, out of the, you know, 110-odd reviews that I've done, I don't know if I've done a comedy yet. I was kind of worried. I, I don't know how to do a, a comedy review Oh, yeah, it's funny. It, I mean, that's really all you need to know about a comedy, right? So, kind of nervous coming into this, but hey, I'm give it my best shot. But before I jump into my review for Deadpool, if you like what we're doing here and you want to you wanna be like a producer slash creator of what we do here at Surfing the Stream slash the Two Game Podcast, and you want to pick and choose what you want us to talk about each and every week, then go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers, and you get access to a bunch of other content. And like I said, you become a creator slash producer. You get to pick and choose what you want to hear each and every week. And shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, and Lindsay Humble. We appreciate y'all supporting us every month at that $20 tier. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this, so thank you so much. Uh, so let's jump into the plot fun facts and then my general impressions of Deadpool. So a wisecracking mercenary gets experimented on and becomes immortal, but ugly, and sets out to track down the man who ruined his looks. This movie was directed by Tim Miller, who also directed Terminator Dark Fate, which I have also reviewed on this channel. Uh, this movie had a budget of $58 million, and it grossed worldwide $782.9 million. That's a lot of money, especially uh, return on investment. Big chunk of change. I remember when this movie was first coming out, when it was like so many people were so excited to go see this, and like they had been wanting this for years, and then it finally came out, and then, I mean, they showed their support by almost $800 million. So kudos to the fans for actually showing up for this. It stars Ryan Reynolds, Marina Baccarin, and TJ Miller, and Ed Skrine. Screen, I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh, Runtime of one hour and 48 minutes, and it was released on February 12, 2016. Time for the fun facts. When 20th Century Fox refused to pay the writers for on-set input, Ryan Reynolds paid them out of his pocket for them to be on set and to look over the film as they were filming. Ryan Reynolds' full body makeup took eight hours to apply. Once it was on, he was not able to sit or lie down. This film was shot in 48 days, 
Ryan Reynolds has said that there are over 100 references throughout the entire film, including Easter eggs, pop culture references, cameos, and direct hits at other Marvel films. You know, speaking of it taking 48 days to film, I don't know why this reminded me of this, but I I distinctly remember there being like a uh, like the the initial scene in this movie where they're fighting in the uh, the car scene and on the the highway. I I think that was intentionally released. Like they had filmed that scene like way before they even started filming, and they just accidentally released it. And you know everybody was like, "Oh yeah, that's awesome. That, we definitely want that." And then that's how the movie got made. I, I'm curious to know if that's still on YouTube. I, I haven't looked at it, but I, I do distinctly remember them accidentally releasing a an action scene that got the people hyped for this, and that's eventually how the movie got made. So in this movie, Deadpool mentions that he looks like he was bitten by a radioactive Sharpay. In one issue of the Deadpool comic, Deadpool states that he looks like a cross between Reynolds and a Sharpay. Reynolds is the first actor to be nominated for a Golden Globe for playing a Marvel character. And Deadpool became the first Marvel film to be nominated for Best Picture for a musical or comedy at the Golden Globes. And this is Ryan Reynolds' fifth time in a comic book movie. It was uh, Blade Trinity, X-Men Origins, Green Lantern, and R.I.P.D., which uh, all those are pretty terrible. If If we're being honest, all those are pretty terrible. So jumping into my general impressions, let's say you're new to this channel. Let's say you're new to us and you just so happen to be searching for on Spotify or any of your favorite podcast listening apps and you search Deadpool because you thought to yourself, hey, I have not seen that movie yet. I want to get someone's opinion on it. Okay, let's assume that you have not seen this. First off, you should probably stop this episode right now and then go watch it because I am going to be talking about spoilers throughout this episode, so there is that little disclaimer. But let's just say you clicked on this episode, and all you want to know is, hey, is this movie funny, or is it not? So let's try to dive into what type of comedy is in this movie. Now, when I decide to recommend something or not recommend something, I always give like little little caveats, like, Hey, if you like this, then you may like this. If you do not like this kind of stuff, then you're not going to like this stuff. So we're going to do the same thing with Deadpool. So let's just say, do you like Superbad? Do you like those those teen comedies where it's nothing but dick jokes, sex jokes, and it's just a constant barrage of one-liners and references to other movies and pop culture stuff? then this movie is 100% for you. Uh, if, if you don't mind any of that, then this movie is definitely for you because there is lots of dick jokes, lots of sex jokes. There is just, it's just constant one-liners throughout this entire movie. If you do not like that kind of stuff, then sadly, you are not going to like this movie because this is a rated R movie. And because of that, they don't hold back anything. It's just, it's balls to the wall the entire movie with one-liners, jokes, and it just, it never stops. So, if you do not like that, then you're not going to like it. If you like those types of movies, or if you have that type of humor, then this is absolutely going to be a movie for you. So, it's funny. I liked it. I, I like those kinds of jokes. Now, I don't, I'm not as high on it as a lot of people, as I mentioned a little bit earlier in this episode. I think it's funny, 
but I think the the one-liners and the jokes, some of them are like really funny, but some of them really fall flat, and it's just like sometimes it feels like they're just throwing something at the wall, hoping it sticks, and it, I just hope it lands. And I mean that's just me personally, but I, I think it's funny. I think it's worth watching as a comedy and as a superhero movie. Uh, but if, like I said, if you don't like any of that kind of stuff that I just mentioned, then you're not going to like this movie. Now, let's dive into some of the other stuff. We already got the comedy stuff out the way. It's funny if you like this. It's not funny if you don't like this. So, there it is. Uh, as far as the characters go, I got to say, Ryan Reynolds absolutely nails Deadpool in this movie. I've, like I said, I have never read a Deadpool comic, so I'm not going to say oh, he's like the perfect Deadpool or, or whatever. But what my impression of Deadpool is, what I've read, what that character is, then yes, that 100% fits the bill for me. And from my experience with and talking with other people that have loved Deadpool comics and the movie, they all say he's absolutely perfect for the role as well. I think this is the, like this character was made for Ryan Reynolds. Now picture this. The, the character he played in Blade Trinity, Hannibal, picture him, but on, like, steroids. And I'm not talking, like, like beefed up, but, like, his comedy on steroids. That is what you're going to get in this movie. Because that was basically, like, a little a little warm-up test for, for Deadpool in Blade Trinity. So, that's kind of a little comparison to what you can expect in this movie. He's that Hannibal guy from Blade Trinity, but souped up on steroids with the comedy. But I do really like Ryan Reynolds in this, and like I said, not every joke lands, but when it does land, it's hilarious. Now, I will say something about the comedy before we continue on with other characters. I do think it's not as funny after multiple viewings. Now, the true test of a, of a great comedy is that the comedy holds up after multiple viewings like Superbad is one of my favorite movies of all time Eurotrip one of my favorite movies of all time those movies absolutely hold up now do they have issues with some of those movies yes uh, a lot of them can't stick the landing and it's not funny completely throughout looking at you Superbad the last what 15 20 minutes of that movie is is not funny whatsoever but I do enjoy those movies on multiple viewings it's just that one little part has always been the issues with those movies for me when I originally saw Deadpool when it first came out in 2016 absolutely loved it I, I mean, again I didn't think it was as amazing as everybody had had said it was and I laughed a lot and then I think I've seen it I want to say this is either my fourth time third or fourth time to to see Deadpool so again it's not as funny on multiple viewings for me uh, again, I know there are several people out there that absolutely love this movie and they think it's one of the best movies of all time. I can see why, and I'm not saying that you can't think that because it's just for me, it's not one of the best movies of all time. It's not one of the best comedies. In fact, it's probably not anywhere near my top 20 favorite comedies of all time. And then jumping back to the characters for just a second... Uh, as far as my least favorite characters go, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, one of my least favorite characters in this movie. I just don't think she really has a personality. It may be the actress. It may be how they wrote the, the role. Uh, she tries to do some jokes, and I don't know. They just don't land for me. I, I feel like she tries to be like an impersonation of Ryan Reynolds in this movie, and I feel like 
I think only he should be able to do those types of jokes in this movie because he's Deadpool. But that's just me. So she's one of my least favorites, and Angel Dust is also one of my least favorites in this movie. And I think it might be how they, again, it might be how they wrote her plus the acting. I'm not a big fan of her as an actress uh, to begin with. And then she had, like, no no development whatsoever for her character. She was just she was just there to be a henchman for Ajax. And to be completely honest, she reminds me of Emma Frost in uh, First Class, where she's just there to let the main villain monologue and tell us his grand scheme and plans, and it's really just annoying. I, I really hate that about these two movies, as those two characters I really despise them, to be honest with you, because of that. Like, you can do a, a villain correctly with his henchmen without making it feel like she's just standing there just to hear him talk about his plans. I mean, we've had several movies in the past that have done it correctly. I mean, hell, uh, the original Batman movie, the the original henchman for, for the Joker, had more personality than either of those two characters in this X-Men franchise. So, just saying. It can be done. Now, I do like T.J. Miller's character in this movie. I thought he brought uh, a bunch of levity to the to the role. I thought he brought an extra, like an extra sense of humor to it that we don't necessarily get from Deadpool. So it's great to have those two different kinds of humor in this movie. And then my boy Dopender, that dude is a salve. Uh, great character. I, he's a, a very very minor uh, character in this movie, but I feel like he achieves a lot in just what two, three scenes that he's in, just he did a great job of bringing, again, an additional side of humor to this movie, which I really appreciated. And just the banter between him and Deadpool is fantastic in this movie. Some of my best scenes are with him in the movie. So, like, low-key MVP of the movie. But as far as the rest of the movie, the writing, again, is good. I like it. But if you're not into sex jokes, dick jokes, uh, comedy that would feel like like a 16-year-old boy wrote it, then you're not going to like this movie because it does feel like that at times. It feels like, like say I was in high school and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to write me a comedy. That's basically what this movie is. It's made by a 16-year-old and that's what you're going to get. So if you don't like that kind of humor, again, you're not going to like this. As far as the other scenes, memorable scenes that I like, I, I love the first highway chase scene. I thought that was pretty good. I thought the choreography and the action was great. Super over the top, but great. I love the whole uh, Where's Francis montage at the, towards the, well, not the very beginning, but you know what I'm saying, where he's trying to make his costume and he's asking all the henchmen where Francis is. Uh, you know, the sexist joke, the Zamboni joke. All those jokes landed for me in that moment. Just a great montage. One of the, actually, one of the best montages I've seen in quite a while. I thought they did it very, very well. Now, for a movie that tries to put a spin on the superhero genre, they do a lot of the same things that other superhero movies do. I don't know if they do anything, quote-unquote, different in this movie, other than we have never gotten a superhero that is like this, yes. But as far as like the story and all the elements in the movie... Uh, yeah, we've gotten that in other superhero movies and other movies in general. So, yes, it's not technically doing anything different as far as the story and the plot. The character is different and unique to this movie. And uh, I keep going back to the humor because, again, this is a comedy, so I keep going back to the humor. 
I, I do love a lot of the banter. It reminds me of stuff like, let's say I was playing a video game and playing like Call of Duty or something like that. Like it sounds like stuff I would say while playing a video game. The the multiple bullets on one guy for shooting him in the ass, you know, stupid, but worth it. You know, that's stuff I would say while playing a video game. And I really appreciate that kind of that kind of banter, those kind of one-liners. It just, to me, it feels super relatable in that, in that regard. So in closing, I, I like the movie. Again, I'm not as big on it as a lot of people. I think it's funny. Not all the jokes land for me. Uh, they do a lot of repeat of jokes. Like, I understand why they're trying to repeat jokes because, you know, if you repeat a certain joke over and over again, eventually it's supposed to land, uh, but it didn't for me in a lot of the cases in this movie. So the action is good. I think it's over the top, and they actually put humor in the action, which is also great. I think that is some of the, the best comedy is through the action. While not all the characters work for me, and I'm not a huge fan of every single character in this movie, there are, you know, two, three characters in this movie that I really love that carry the movie for me. And speaking of Ajax, Ed Screen, Scrine, however you want to say his name, I just recently watched a movie Midway with him. And I'm watching that movie as part of our War Movies in Review series that we're doing throughout the entire month of July. I'm watching this movie and I'm just like, dude, I don't like you as this character because he's trying to be this, this hero of the story the the protagonist and whatnot and it just doesn't fit for me right because I don't like his personality I when you have a character like that you want to root for him you want to like him and I don't want I don't root for him in that movie and I don't like him in that movie he plays almost the exact same character in this movie like the exact same way you could just copy and paste both performances and I'm, I'm telling you they're the exact same but in this movie, it works for me because I'm not trying to like him as a protagonist. I'm not trying to like him as the main character. He's the villain. So he fits very well in that character type of being the villain, being just, you know, a an asshole. That He fits that role very well. So it works for me in this movie. does not work for me in Midway. But overall, again, I like the movie. I recommend it. I give it three and a half stars. To me, the jokes do not land enough to give it four stars, but it is entertaining throughout. There's never a moment that I'm just like, oh, God, I wish this movie would be over, because there's not. It's entertaining throughout. It's paced very, very well. I just look down at my watch, and I'm like, oh, crap, I've been watching this for an hour. Had no clue. I think it's worth watching and checking out, especially if you're like, I've said it several times in this review so far, if you're into this type of humor, then you're going to love this movie. And even if you're not typically into that style of humor, I say give it a shot because it is one of the more unique superhero films that has been made up to this point. And granted, I know I did say a minute ago that it feels similar to a bunch of other comic book movies, but it's rated R and it has this style of humor that you don't necessarily get in other comic book movies. So, in the end, I think it's worth going to see, checking out, and seeing if it's something you would like. It is $15 on Vudu for the digital version. Uh, as far as the Blu-ray and all that, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. But $15 for digital, I'm not going to pay $15 for it. I'm thinking right around 7 bucks for this movie is, is perfect. Uh, it gives you a great entertainment value. So definitely go check it out. And I think that's going to end my review for Deadpool. Up next week is X-Men Apocalypse, the third movie 
in the prequel quadrilogy. So we're almost done with the quadrilogy after Apocalypse. Then we're going to jump into Logan. So ready to watch that movie again. So ready for it. And I'm excited to review that one. But next week is Apocalypse. I am eager to jump back into that movie because I've only seen it like once or twice. I've never given it like the critical eye or really given it a chance. So I'm eager to try it, give it one more shot to see if this movie is going to grab me differently than it has previously. So I'm interested to see where it will end up on my rankings when it's all said and done. So X-Men Apocalypse up next week. Uh, War Movies in review is almost over. Lone Survivor and Braveheart are the last two up to bat. Uh, if you are listening to the free version of this, then those two reviews should be out by the time you listen to this. Uh, if you're a Patreon supporter, uh, obviously you're going to be getting those two reviews right around the same time that this one comes out. So go check out those two reviews. And then at the end of July, we're going to do our top 10 episode for the best war movies of all time. And then Josh and I will be jumping right into Rambo in review. We're going to be reviewing every single Rambo movie. Super excited to start that series because I have not watched those original Rambo movies in 15 plus years. It's been a very, very long time since I've seen those. So I'm super excited to jump back into that series uh, with my brother Josh. But that's going to end my review for Deadpool. I will catch you all next time on another episode.